Yay, we're finally past the eclipse season. We're back to those normal new moons. Can we like pat ourselves on the back here? We've been through, what was it? Seven planetary ingresses in, in March. We went through Mercury retrograde, all the eclipses, and you know, Taurus Scorpio, heavy duty stuff here. Things getting pushed up and broken up. And so we finally, oh, let's talk about this new moon and we'll also talk about it where this occurs for each rising sign. So if you don't know me, my name's Erliana. I do Hellenistic astrology blended with modern. There's a lot of Taurus in the sky right now. If you have late degrees of fixed signs in your chart, that would be Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, or Aquarius. This carries a real uh, punch, but punch in a good way. Taurus is all about the good life. It's the fertility and beauty, and it celebrates life and, and it's all its lushness and beauty. Venus is the hostess. She's the goddess in charge. Moon is exalted in Venus. So it brings to the fore all of these qualities. Uranus is there. Mercury's here. Jupiter, the North Node. There's a lot of Taurus energy. Taurus is the most dense sign of the zodiac. It's not just Earth, it's fixed Earth. This is the, the foundations of life. It's tangible material realm, our money system. It rules natural resources. It rules farming and agriculture. With Uranus in the mix, we could find some sudden surprises. It could be something like an earthquake, but it could also be just something that is our own personal earthquake. We have sudden realizations about the things that are really important to us. With Uranus in the mix, it's really bringing an element of surprise. Uranus energy can be very shocking. It can, it just, it's a paradigm shifter. It just judging. Of course, we have our intentions for every new moon of what we want to accomplish and what our dreams and hopes and wishes are. And that's all fine and wonderful. But with that presence of Uranus there, the things that you are manifesting may not turn out the way you in intended. And that's okay. Especially with Jupiter there and Jupiter in the North Node, that's a lot of increase. That's a lot of desire and hungering for beauty and harmony and, and all the Taurian things, good food and wine, beautiful meal, there could be windfalls or sudden realizations around the things that are important to us, maybe about our self-esteem and our self-worth. This disruption, magical, incongruous, non-linear change, especially because Uranus is taking over that eclipse role, right? So with Uranus there, that's incongruous right the things that are non-linear that don't make sense that you could say come from the future it's a break from the past it's a break from tradition and it looks at things in new and ingenious ways we have the moon sextiling neptune so that that would bring a devotional purpose to things an infusion of of a higher purpose a spiritual and creative download the moon's also sextiling mars in cancer a great desire to stabilize and feel that goddess energy that reigns in all of us, that enjoys and welcomes and celebrates life is going to be really key here for this lunation. Mars is also in a trine to Neptune. So there's action infused with devotion, action infused with spiritual purpose and being courageous with our feelings and emotions. The interesting thing about this particular new moon is that the new moon is greeted with this Jupiter square Pluto. It can bring a pressure cooker because it's in that opposition with Mars, but it's giving us the confidence to transform with Pluto crisis, bringing an opportunity to reprogram and regenerate. It's a great disruptor, Pluto. It's the wrecking ball, the things that are outdated, toxic, and not useful. This is going to be a key part of the storyline.
do your thing, have this fun, beautiful new moon cycle, but just know that whatever comes out may not be what you expected. So just be open to something new and different. The Chandra symbols, Elias Lonsdale, the Chandra symbols, they're almost like Tarot symbols. And the one for 29 degrees of Taurus is called A Man Amuses Himself by Drawing Strange Shapes. So let me read this to you. No form, no pattern, no binding reality. Dreaming the world into being from a greatly bemused stance, other. Twinkling observer witness consciousness. Off on tangents that call a life, a cycle, a realm set aside for inventive play without boundaries. You feel exultant in the freedom swept away beautifully, answerable to nobody and nothing except the muse. A lot of creativity there, the muse, when you think about that overcoming sextile from Saturn and Pisces. Wow, the wise, the wisdom of listening to the, of opening ourselves to these higher dimensions and being guided mystically and spiritually. So yes, we have great indicators for that in this new moon. The other thing I wanted to mention was... Venus is going to, is, plays a big role, not just because she's the domicile ruler, but Venus is pretty loud. There's a lot of conversation and a lot about the Venusian archetype that's present now and through the rest of the year. For one reason, well, we have this, this new moon in Venus ruled Taurus, but we also have Venus is going to go retrograde in, in, which only happens about every year and a half. And that's going to be in the sign of Leo. And she also is now becoming the ruler of the South Node. She's been the ruler of the North Node for the last year and a half. And then in July, when we have our nodes switch into Aries and Libra, she'll switch places. Venus will be in the South Node. So there's a very key role that they're playing in our evolution and our consciousness. Between the, all of those things put together, there's a loud Venus conversation. What is Venus? Loyalty connection, friendships, the reaching out, the desire to connect with others, to make true, deeply intimate connections with others, to create harmony and beauty in life, self and others, self, Aries, others, Libra. You might consider that this new moon in Taurus, it familiarizes us with the Venusian groundwork that we're going to be dealing with, with these archetypes later in the summer when Venus goes retrograde in the middle of July. She'll go direct around Labor Day. So this is a long, you know, five and a half weeks transit looking at these archetypes, but getting clear in them now, being open to these outrageous experiences that could be very transforming with Uranus in the mix. Our new moon intentions very much can be thrown up in the air and it'll land, but in a place that's very surprising. Signs, your rising sign. If you have Taurus rising, this is going to be in your first house of self, self-appearance, your health, your personality, new beginnings, a new beginning and a new start, a fresh new start full of positive, all that positivity with Jupiter in the mix. Gemini rising, the 12th house, it's the place of solitude, and it can be often a place of suffering where we feel like we're out of control, where we feel like we've been shipwrecked and, and we have a loss of agency. Well, this would provide, this new moon is an opportunity to have a breakthrough with that. With the wisdom and, and knowledge of, of good old Jupiter in there, it's like a breakthrough around maybe unconscious patterns of sabotage and addictions, maybe feeling out of touch with our power, out of touch with our senses. It's a Taurian new moon. Our mental health, 
breakthroughs around, regarding that as well. Cancer, 11th house, networks, groups, friends. This is where the action, the new moon action is going to bring blessing and uh, openings, new beginnings with our colleagues, the people who support us. Leo Risings, it'll be in your 10th house of career. So there could be some surprising new developments and new beginnings that might be a little disruptive, but ultimately beneficial, positive, certainly in the area of career. Virgo ninth house, if we rule foreign travel, higher education, spirituality, maybe embarking on a new um, edu higher educational venture. Libra eighth house, this is the other people's money house. This is wills, estates, and investments, shared resources, benefactors. Think about maybe making an investment, doing some good, or certainly at least planting the seeds now, maybe a year from now when Jupiter lines up with Uranus in April 20th of next year, we could see the fruits of this labor or something that surprisingly comes to fruition. For Scorpio Risings, this is in your seventh house of committed relationships, partnerships. Maybe there's some new beginning and, and a fruitful new beginnings that, that can get started and to really get grounded with the Taurian way, right? To to ground ourselves in some new innovative partnerships. Sagittarizing, this new moon is going to be in your sixth house, which rules physical health, diet, regimen, co-workers, one's co-workers or office workers or employees, or if you are an employee, there could be some new beginnings around that. It also rules pets. So there could be some impressive new improvements and uh, around um, these areas, your pets, your co-workers and such. And your diet. Capricorn rising, fifth house. This is your dating, the house of dating and pleasure, pleasure seeking, fun loving adventures, kids, creative projects. Could be fertility and pregnancy. So there could be some new beginning, making a new start. But it could also be just children, children of the mind, and your children being like your little creative projects. So this would be a juicy opportunity there. Aquarius rising. This is going to be in your fourth house, home, family, and property, some new beginnings there. Maybe you're remodeling your house. Something unexpected comes along and it's like, hey, you know what? I like the way this turned out better than my original plan for remodeling. Pisces rising. This is in your third house, relatives, neighbors, communications, writing, information. We could find ourselves getting some wonderful infusions of inspiration around our relationships with our siblings and cousins and in-laws, or certainly around our writing, the internet, information, networking, sharing. We could find some real inspiration there. Aries rising. This is going to be in your second house of income, new income, maybe some new income streams coming your way, new values that come online that, that give you hope and optimism and positivity. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you get some value out of it. Let me know what, what are you intending? What would you like to see happen for your new moon in Taurus? Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe if you enjoy this content. So grateful. And we'll see you soon. Okay, my dears. Much love. See you soon. It's early on. Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, StarSoundAstrology.com.